welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on rejection and understanding so many important components, the poison that rejection can bring to us and the antidote of resolving it. Understanding that when we are faced with rejection, we're not only uh, absolutely pummeled with the feelings that come with it, but with the neurochemistry that can amplify it to a degree where it may be even more painful than physical pain. We covered that yesterday, so if you missed that, I would encourage you to go back. Uh, We actually discussed that yesterday and the day before. So important information, really dissecting this, breaking it down, understanding why rejection can be so incredibly destructive in our lives, I think is the first part to recovering from it. And I always like to dig into the science behind really all the neurochemistry that we face, whether it's depression or rejection or Um, you know, dealing with isolation, which many of us have been dealing with, with the issue of COVID for the last year. Um, It's dangerous. I mean, a lot of this stuff is is the reason behind the increase in suicides, the increase in, you know, in depression and all these other issues and mental disorders that we're seeing in society today, whether it's done obscurely and quietly in our own homes, or whether it's affecting those around us and damaging relationships, careers, and other things. It's a cultural phenomena that needs to be dealt with. So let's talk more about rejection. I mean, rejection doesn't necessarily have to be related to the last year, but it certainly can be related to our entire lives and affect us in in ways that we need to resolve. So I'm on this list of things, of really interesting things that I found out of psychology today um, that a lot of people don't know about rejection, but I'm also giving you some remedies for these. So rejection is actually, interestingly, on a mission to seek and destroy our self-esteem. That's another fact out of psychology today. We often respond to romantic rejections by finding fault in ourselves. We say, what did we do wrong? You know, could what could we have done differently? And we bemoan all of our inadequacies. We kick ourselves. We beat ourselves up sometimes days, weeks, even months. And, uh, and and just smack down our self-esteem and grind it into a pulp. Uh, most romantic rejections are a matter of poor fit or lack of chemistry. Um, and we all understand that. I mean, if we're speaking to a friend and we're advising a friend, typically those are the types of reasons we might give them for understanding the rejection that we're facing. Why don't we give that same advice to ourselves? You know, sometimes it's incompatible lifestyles. Uh, sometimes it's just things, there's just not enough in common. Why do we blame ourselves and attack our own self-worth? Why do we do that? Why do we beat ourselves up to the point that we can't even function anymore? But yet we do it anyways, even though we wouldn't advise friends to do that to themselves. So let's 
deal with that and let's come up with some very solid solutions. First of all, and you know, I go to this often when I talk about the inner life, which really is the key to all of these types of things, because the inner life is really the only thing you can control. You cannot control the outer life all the time, but you certainly can control what's going on inside of you. So first of all, it starts with self-compassion or empathy, okay? And, and this is something that a lot of people either have never even heard that expression or they don't even know it exists, uh, but it's critical. We need to examine the inner voice that's going on. And a lot of times if you go to counseling, they'll tell you to have a thought journal. And I've mentioned this before on others of my series, but I think it's incredibly powerful because what it does is it makes us very aware of what we're actually thinking about. So even just three days, five days, or if you can, go a whole week of writing down the thoughts that you consistently have over and over and over again. And what this does is it reveals what's really wired into us. And I use the word wired very literally. In other words, you wire in your thoughts by thinking them over and over and over, giving them more strength and more uh, tenacity to come against you again and again and again. They become the predominant voices in our heads, but we can change them once we become aware of which ones are the most dominant. So we need to identify what they are, and we can't do that unless we become very aware of it, and having that thought journal can really, really help. So back to that whole philosophy of being a friend, when we look at the thought journal or look at the thoughts that we're having most of the time, we need to then give ourselves some really awesome advice, okay? And offer some self-kindness, some compassion, and stop just beating ourselves up over things that obviously we can't control. We can't reverse it. We can't change it. We can't go back and redo it. And most of the time, it isn't even stuff that, that's our fault necessarily. Now, granted, there are times that it is, and even on those occasions, we need to be a little bit more compassionate to ourselves and let it go. If we can't change it, we need to move forward, okay, and just put it behind us. If we can change it, then do whatever it takes. Apologize. Uh, make things right. Have a discussion with that person or persons. Uh, write a letter. Do what you have to do but make sure that the end goal is to get past it and to move forward and stop going back there again and again, revisiting it and re resurfacing all those feelings and those, those, those horrible neurochemicals that are just destroying us from the inside out. That is the goal, okay? So we are out of time today. We will come back tomorrow and continue in this series. This is Michelle Steffes. I hope you are gaining something from this. If you are, I hope you will leave a review and share it with others. This is Reframe and Rewire. Greatness, your daily routine. Thank you for joining